Alex Gibbon, everybody, and welcome to the Tank and Hatfield Show for Monday, November 23rd, 2020. It has now been 17 days since the communist takeover of America. We're coming to you not so live from the Hamsters in the Hamster in the Wheel Studio up here in Detroit, Michigan, the mothership. I'm Frank the Tank Layman. And in the country music capital of all the world, the one and the only, my good friend, Mark Hatfield. How you doing, Mark? How you doing, Tank? Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family and to everyone out there uh, listening to us. Uh, we're hitting the holiday season here, and it's going to be a holiday season unlike any other, I imagine. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, but uh, I'm looking forward to a short week of work anyways and uh, try to enjoy the best I can of the holidays. That's all we can do, brother. That's all we can do. And happy, you know, happy Thanksgiving, you and your family. And uh, I, I hope it's, you know, we got to make the best out of a bad situation. But it's going to be good because there's going to be food. So what's better than that, you know? <laughs> I always look forward to the turkey. That's true. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Hey, uh, we got a real good show for you, holiday edition of the Tank Hatfield Show. Um, we have a new, uh, just a holiday segment. We're going to have in and out during the holiday season. We we have a uh, actually a chef that's going to come in. She's going to give us some holiday recipes. Today, she's uh, her name is Chef Gretchen. And today she's going to uh, tell us how to make her famous uh, German Stormtrooper potato salad. Um, that sounds delicious. And, uh, you know, she's going to do that later in the show, towards the end of the show. So please, hey, stay tuned for that and have a pencil and paper ready or your iPhone to, uh, to write down this recipe. Of course, we'll have copies of the recipe on our Facebook page after the show. Um, and we'll also have, of course, we will have our, you know, feedback, questions, and final thoughts, which, um, uh, Hatfield, what, what are you going to talk about this week in your final thoughts? Uh, I thought I'd keep it kind of light today, Tank. I'm just gonna, I have a special Thanksgiving message uh, for our audience today. Well, well, that's good. That's good. Me too. Basically, you know, it's just going to be all holiday related. Uh, we want to keep it light, you know. But uh, anyways, hey, let's get to the show, Pat show again. Of course, uh, we are still in the election court drama. The uh, uh, the Trump team is uh, they're, they're trying their darnest to uh, you know get some. Uh, I don't know, get some answers about this, this, uh, I, I call it, it's, it's a terrible thing to happen, um, you know, and nobody's reporting it, everybody thinks they should drop it, well, all the media anyways, and, uh, it, it's really, it, it's been depressing, I've, I've seen a lot on TV about, uh, you know, judge throwing out this in this state and throwing out that, because, you know, of course, he's, he's, uh, you know, they're putting a lot of, uh, they're trying to co go to court in different states, and they're putting a lot of, uh, they're hoping one of these, um, you know, one of these actions go up to the Supreme Court, I guess, in the end. But, um, I don't know. Uh, it's been a mess. 
your thoughts on it, Hatfield? Well, uh, just to kind of echo a lot of a lot of what you said right there. Uh, yeah, you know, it just seems like at this point, uh, it looks like they're just trying to throw everything against the wall to see what sticks. You know what I mean? Uh, they had a press conference uh, the other day. I believe it was Friday. I can't remember if it was Thursday or Friday. Uh, Thursday, I believe where uh, the legal team headed by Rudy Giuliani came out and they were uh, uh, laying out some of the accusations they had. Uh, but they also were very kind of, would you say, short on specifics uh, where they didn't, where they said that they were bound uh, by the law, to, that they couldn't give out a lot of that information. But um, they allege uh, what we've kind of heard already. They, they alleged uh, voter fraud by ballot dumps, uh, you know, votes coming in, uh, after the polls had closed, uh, they alleged, of course, uh, we've heard about the widespread or the alleged widespread uh, of uh, deceased people voting. They alleged that. Uh, the Dominion voting machine, uh, they, they alleged, had been switching votes from Trump to Biden, which they also said sometimes in triplicate <laughs> was uh, that was going on. Uh, so I mean, they threw out they threw a lot of accusations out. Uh, they they said they had over two hundred and something affidavits uh, signed. They didn't really go into detail about that. They just said they had over two hundred something affidavits. Uh, so there was just a lot of stuff they threw out there, and and like you said, you know they uh, they've been taking stuff to some of the uh, state courts, and some has been thrown out. Uh, I did see today just before we come on air that I knew there was a uh, one of the one of the court cases in Pennsylvania was thrown out, but then I just saw before we come on air that a, a, high, a judge overturned it and has now uh, put an expedited review on it for the uh, uh, the Trump team for the accusations that they so, laid out. So can I answer act. this? Because you're smarter than me on this subject. Um, what's, what's the ultimate goal here? Uh, are they looking for well, a I, Supreme Court? I mean... I, I, I mean, uh, I, I think obviously they think that they would probably stand a better chance in the Supreme Court than uh, anywhere else right now. You know, uh, I think their ultimate goal as far as what they want still kind of remains the same. I, I, you know, I, I still think Trump think, you know, thinks he wins this election if they, if all the if only the uh, legal votes are counted. Um, but, you know, you know, Tank, when you get in this kind of situation, uh it's an uphill battle, you know, when, when you get into the, when you're the one having to, you know, demand for the recounts and take everything to court and all that, it's, a, it's an uphill battle. So I don't know how much longer uh, this go on. I mean, there is a De uh, December 14th cutoff date. So, uh, you know, I mean, we're probably looking at here, I, I don't know, this may go another week, you know, uh, before uh, the rea the reality that you know Biden is going to be the president, whether all the legal votes are counted or not. By you know what I mean? Crook, so, as they say, I mean, well, you know, I, I always like to leave things alleged until things are proven. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff out there that that's been alleged, and like you know, you were mentioning about the media not really covering it uh, in a in a twist. Really, you know, the Tucker Carlson, who had been heralded by a lot on the on the on the right, you know, even on the, you know, the most diehard Trump supporters were, were hailing Tucker Carlson not too long ago. Now they're, they've uh, gone against him because he doesn't, 
buy into the Dominion voting machine uh, allegation. Yeah. So he's so he's come out against that. So now the so now uh, Republicans are turning on Republicans. So and that's not a good look. But you know, I believe I told you a few weeks ago when we discussed the election that if the Republicans lost this and if, if Trump lost this, that there would be a, a bloodbath inside the Republican Party uh, as to what kind of philosophy uh, they were going to embrace going forward. So I think we're starting to see a little bit of that now. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's inevitable it's going to happen. Uh, we're really going to see it after January uh, when I still believe Biden will be sworn in in January. So we're still going to we're going to see uh, the Republicans go after each other. And, you know, I hate to just trivialize it as, you know, the old cliche thing. But, you know, that's just politics. And, you know, politics is politics. Every so often, both parties go through this kind of uh, a thing where, you know, <laughs> you know, almost where they almost where they just like throw out all the where they purge themselves of, you know, of, yeah. of one philosophy and adopt another philosophy. Yes. So. Well, I mean, I, that's just uh, what's going on as far as the legal legal stuff goes. And um, like I said, I, I have not, not a lot of actual proof has been put out there. There's been a lot of allegations. Uh, it's hard to, you know, it, it's hard to say what's what's true, and what's not true. I mean, you know, with our own eyes, we can see certain things. Uh, I know you have your opinions on that, just like I do mine. Uh, I still don't know. Like I said, I've said from the beginning, I still don't know. Even if you rule all the invalid stuff out, I still don't know. Uh, if Trump would even win, you know, I I still think Biden comes out on top, even if you throw out all the invalid stuff that you can. There's some stuff like the Dominion voting machine stuff. I don't even know how you prove. I don't I don't know how. Well, you can't. A lot you, of you just don't. Yeah. Like so I don't. Yeah. So of the stuff that you can prove and can't get tossed out, you might get some votes back, but I just don't know if it's going to be enough because now they're saying that the number is over. The, the number is over 6 million votes right now that, that Biden, you know, that the final numbers are, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, I just don't know how you I, I just don't know how you get uh, to the number that that Trump needs to get to to uh, claim a victory. Yeah, I, uh, I second you on that. I uh, this, you know, I, I believe the election was rigged. It was rigged the moment they, they let these, uh, you know, the mail-in ballots uh, four months before the election. That should have never happened. Um, I think we should never use mail-in ballots again, but of course they're going to be used again. I believe we should never do early voting again, but of course it's not going to happen. In my perfect oh, world, uh, that wouldn't happen. No, I, I just know. I actually just want to ask you a quick question there, since you uh, since you brought it up about the mail-in ballots. Now, are you just talking about the widespread mail-in ballots? Or are you talking about because you know we did use mail-in ballots in the past when it came to uh, elderly people or people that couldn't well, uh, get out? Well, well, to, that's uh, actually that's absentee. There's actually a, well, no, they have, no that that's no that's that's different between absentee and the mail-in. The absentee ballots uh, were the were the ones if you're going to be out of town or if you were. You know, overseas on that we had we had regular absentee ballots for that. Uh, the I know the mail-in ballots were the mail-in ballots were specifically for those that were like elderly and yeah uh, people that couldn't actually get to the poll. Okay. It wasn't like they were they weren't going to be out of town, but they couldn't get they couldn't okay. go vote. Okay, so now, they had to uh, they had to file a thing and get and get a get a mail-in okay. ballot. Okay, 
Now, my, so that my, was actually what it was restricted to at one time. Okay. So. My, my father has always gotten an absentee ballot since he turned yeah. probably, uh, I don't know. He, uh, he had to request one at one point, but he always gets one. He gets an absentee ballot. So I'm just assuming yeah. that um, it's all absentees. But, I mean, different, well, you know, but. Because that's what he I mean, well, we've already had, yeah, we, we've always had the absentee ballots. I, I know that they just, I mean, I, I know it's, we're really just splitting hairs when it comes down to it. Uh, but, you know, the, the mail-in, the mail-in stuff, I do agree with you. I, I think the mail, I think mail-in ballots at best uh, need to be limited. You know, I mean, you know, I, I think, I think we could do that. Uh, I don't think it should be, and I'm just because you don't want to go to the poll you know, we're going to give you a mail, but I don't think that, I don't uh, think well, that's it, the because thing. it, it you know, I mean that that promotes fraud. All see, all this stuff yeah. does promotes fraud, and it will always well, yeah. And, and that was no my idea, argument even you know, from the beginning, even, even with the beginning. The mail-in ballots. My thing was uh, the mail-in ballots is the easiest way to commit fraud. So yeah, uh, that's why I'm, that's why I'm not a that's why I'm not a fan of them. Also, uh, the, the early voting. Uh, the early voting, I mean, you and I could probably disagree on that. I'm, I actually, I support early voting. I don't have a yeah, problem I, with it. I, uh, I actually take advantage of it. I like to, I like to go early myself and go vote and get it and I, get it done. I, I generally know who I'm voting for or what I'm doing, you know, before yeah, yeah. Uh, well ahead of an election. So I just go ahead and get it done. Um, but yeah, you know, it, I, I agree with you though. I, I don't think there's, I don't think anytime soon we're going to be getting, I think we're going to be seeing mail-in ballots are going to be, uh, I, I guess it's, I guess it's going to be a thing we're going to be dealing with now for for the foreseeable future. Yeah, and unfortunately, it will always, it will always, um, you know, it's, it's always going to help the Democrats. That, and uh, I, I mean, that's how it is, okay. and uh, that, that's why I mean, um, you ha you have a lot of conservatives. They're they're, you know, that, that that this stuff. I mean, that the fact that this election is not being investigated. At least, I mean, you know, um, this happened back in 2000. Now, um, you know, Gore had his 30 days. He had good 30 days, and trust me, yeah, yeah, the, 30, media, the media, hey, yeah, the media, the media, and when he, 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 when the, um, when the Supreme Court cut it off and told him to stop counting, I mean, basically, whole media said this, you know. Bush ain't president, you know, Gore's president, Gore's president, Gore's, pre they always said, which I voted for Gore in 2000, and I thought he got the, I he got the wrong, you know, the wrong deal, and that really pushed me more, uh, that was one of the things that pushed me as a libertarian, because I really thought, hey, my vote doesn't count, you know, they can do anything they want, and, uh, you know, I, I believe with that, it was the voting machines that, that screwed everything up. And now the voting machines come back. See, I just, it, it's hard for me. It's really hard for me to trust the system. And, uh, you know, I, I, I want to, yeah. you know, I want to keep a level head. And, and I don't want to think things are fixed, but I, I keep seeing this. And that's why I think part of the reason I think the way I do that, that our power, we have, my vote doesn't count. Your vote doesn't count. They pick presidents, presidents are picked according to what kind of 
situation we're in in the country at a time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and then when, when you see something this, I mean, at least in my mind, you see something is wrong. And you see right away they don't want any, any, any thing, anybody to look into it. I mean, it, it looks to me, I mean, it is really making voters, I mean, think, hey, I shouldn't even vote, man. This is like a banana republic. This is like a voting in Panama, a voting in Cuba, a voting in, you know, it doesn't mean nothing. You know, I told you the story about my, my uh, a friend of mine who uh, he's from Bangladesh. And I said this weeks ago. Yeah. Said, when he goes to vote in Bangladesh and, you know, you go in there, there's military by the polls watching you walk in. You walk in and you go, hey, I want to vote for this person. And they tell you, uh, first of all, they tell you, oh, don't worry, Mr. So-and-so, you've already voted. You know, I mean, because that's how it is. And I, I think, hey, we're basically becoming just like them. So, I don't know. That's that. That's the taste in my mouth I get after this whole thing. Well, you know, it, it you know, kind of, kind of put a bow on everything. You know, kind of tie the subject up, uh, wrap it up. You know, I, you know, I think I mentioned last week about, you know, maybe we should about time to start looking at national election laws where you know all the states follow a certain, uh, have the same criteria. We use the same type of voting system. You know. Never going to happen. Yeah, it's a pipe dream. It's a pipe dream. You know, I, I you know, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm in favor of voter ID. I'm in favor of national election laws. And I know I realize, especially now, with, with, you know, with the Biden uh, going to be taking over, you know, that's neither one is definitely not on the not on the table. Um, but I really think that would help curtail a lot of voter fraud and at least give us some sense of fairness. Uh, to the voting system, which is which is what I'm all about, you know, on either side. That's what both that's what both sides should be about. Um, but we know reality is uh, both sides uh, don't necessarily want it to be equal. So well, of want it to and be now you got, as you, fair. You, you and, got you yeah, know you so. got these conservatives. I mean, look at them. They don't know what to do now. All of a sudden, they hate Fox News. They hate uh, Tucker Carlson. They hate Facebook now. They hate this, yeah. they hate that. They don't know where to go. They're just totally lost. And I feel very sad for these. I feel sad for the Republicans because they don't know what they, you know, they're, they're acting like I was about 15, 20 years ago. I, you know, you just can't believe this is happening. So, I, I you know, that that's how I feel. Uh, you know, I'm not surprised this goes on. I'm, I'm not surprised. It's sad. Yeah. But anyways, we're gonna um that that was a good discussion. Uh, we're gonna change topics on uh, here now. Uh, coronavirus, um, as you know, now I don't know in your state, in my state, they're going up very, very, very fast, very dramatically. I mean, we're having uh seven thousand, eight thousand case days when back in April. During the shutdown there, we were only having like 1,200, 1,500, you know, days. Um, so, mm -hmm. it, it seems to be, well, of course it's flu season, so of course that's going to hurt. 
Um, but uh, and in in some cases, like in New Mexico, I read a story and I did send it to you this weekend, on how the hospitals are so uh, are so backloaded that they've actually had a you can't the, all grocery stores, WalMarts, all that stuff on a rolling basis are shut down. They don't want anybody out. Because they can't afford to have any more people get sick. And the mayors of some of these towns, they said that uh, if you have corona in your house, you're dead. We can't do anything for you. So, um, so this is coming on the heels of Thanksgiving. And you got all these rules. So, basically, is the government trying to tell us to cancel Thanksgiving? Your thoughts? Well, there's a, there's definitely a lot to a lot to get into uh, on this topic in, in Syria. Uh, just as far you know, uh, what's going on down here? Uh, I guess the biggest difference that's what's going on here is that the mayor of Nashville, uh, you know, has imposed uh, restrictions uh, starting today, as a matter of fact, where uh, you know, uh, no groups uh, bigger than eight. Uh, and that's even in your home. Uh, you're being told uh, you can't have groups bigger than eight in your home. Uh, no one other than uh, you can only have one other family group. Uh, can't have more than one family group in. You can't have anybody. They don't want you having anybody from out of state uh, to come in. Uh, and uh, this is, I don't know, this is kind of strange to me, but events or gatherings larger than eight, you have to file an application. <laughs> to get approved uh, for the next two weeks. Now there are certain, uh, you know, there are certain uh, places where it doesn't affect it. You know, the uh, as far as I know, like uh, you know, bars and places like that. You know, they still have to follow social distancing guidelines, but they're not restricted to the eight. Depending on how big your venue is, how big your spot is, they allow you up to a hundred people. Okay. Uh, in in, in your building. Now, now can, um, I, can I ask something? How about if you riot? Sure. Is there a certain number of people that are allowed to riot? Or can... Well, actually, uh, actually, uh, uh, they did have... We did have one bad instance down here where we had... Uh, where uh, the rioting and uh, some things took place that uh, uh, law enforcement was told uh, not to not to react. Uh, but since that one incident, when there's been threats of other incidents, the other incidents have been... Uh, stop pretty quickly well that's good and that's due and that and that's due now that's what the other part is going to get into and that's due to to the governor who the governor is at odds the governor and mayor uh, you know are at odds you know the, the mayor of nashville is saying this the governor is saying i'm not enforcing any type of you know uh things such as that so you know and i for you know i live in nashville so therefore uh, i'm under the restrictions that the mayor uh hands out um Overall, yeah, you brought up a good point, like, you know, about, you know, are we being, you know, I guess, I guess conditioned would be a good word. Uh, you know, it, it does seem that we're being uh, socially conditioned uh, to view our freedom as selfish. And that's where the problem I have, Excellent. you know, with everything. Excellent points. I tell you, I could not. I could have not thought up a better, but, but that's perfect. That That's right on the money in my, but right, condition, you're right, you're right.
And 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 that and that's what bothers me because you know it. I'm not again. You know, it's not that I don't think that there's something serious going on and that we don't need certain uh, restrictions. It, it, it's not. It's not about. It's not all about that. You know, I, I just think that. You know, we already have laws in place. We have things in place. You know, we know things that harm us. We know things. You know, if we're being, if we're given all the tools to say, okay, you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be doing this, you're taking a risk if you do this, you know, at some point it's up to the individual to decide if they're going to continue doing it or not. So that's where I feel like the individual uh, a part of it's being taken away. That's why I was thinking about, you know, what would be a good word to use that, and that's why I was thinking, that's a you know, great this word, being, great word. That's we're being conditioned. Conditioned, to, that's to view great. Freedom. It's, it's almost like we're being viewed, we're, we're being conditioned to view our freedom as selfish, and I, that's the last thing that we need to be doing. Uh, you know, and my other thought on that, you know, it's it's a basic thought, you know, my, it's a it's a basic thing, which is, you know, and it's kind of like a friendly reminder. And the Constitution gives us a right to privacy, so when you start limiting Thanksgiving dinner attendance, or you're, or, or like in California, the case where the governor out there told them they can't, they can't sing in their own home, don't want them singing. So when you start doing things like limiting, you know, who, your dinner attendance, uh, prohibiting singing, and, and you're forcing mask mandates in the in homes, you're you're forcing man, you know, wear the mask in the home. By definition, that's unconstitutional. Yeah, because of the right to privacy. So, this is where I, you know, and somebody I sit back and I can't even believe we're even discussing this, and this is in America. You would think we'd be talking about this, maybe affecting another country. <laughs> so like, yeah, but we're actually talking about this going on in America, where you have governors telling their citizens how many people you can have in your house, and you can't sing in your own home, and you know, if you're in your home, you got to wear a mask, even if I'm not watching you. You got to wear a mask. I mean, again, I don't know how much of this is enforceable. I don't know how you enforce all of it. Uh, I saw some places where they're encouraging, uh, they're, uh, where certain mayors and are encouraging people, are encouraging to, to rat on their neighbors, you know, to turn their neighbors in if they, well, they see them well, violate and stuff like this. Uh, you know, that's just not the kind of society I, I never thought America would, uh, would be coming to. But if you get right down to it, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm going to stand. The fact, you know, the, the Constitution has served us well all these years. I'm not about to turn my back on the Constitution now. So, you know, when it comes down to it, if, if push comes to shove with me, I'm going to stand with the Constitution. And I'm going to tell you the Constitution gives me a right to privacy. And if you think you're going to come to my house and tell me people I can have in my house, well, then I'll see you in court. I'll have my day in court. Because you're not going to tell me how many people I'm allowed to have in my home. So uh, that's where that's where I come down on it, you know. And there has been talk, and there is a certain segment. I don't know if you've seen this. I, I was going to send you the I was going to send you the article on it, but I, I forgot to get it to you. There are there's actually a segment of uh, a group of they call themselves progressives, but you know we know they're on the far left side uh, who are in favor at this point of canceling Thanksgiving. Yeah, and, all together, and they want to celebrate. They want to cancel Christmas uh, too. Well, yeah, well, you know, they've been coming after Christmas for years, so I guess it's just yeah. natural progression, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we already hate Christmas, so let's cancel Thanksgiving too. So, 
I mean that that's just the that's just the mindset of, of some of some people these days. And it, you know, and I hate to say it, there's some younger generation who are buying into this. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, philosophy. So. Because they tell you. I mean, I. I it's about everything free for them. That's what it is. Free yeah. this, free that, free this. You shouldn't have to work. Free everything. That's what gets them cooked in. And that's why a, a lot of people on the liberal side, they want kids to vote at 16 and stuff. I mean, I mean, their minds aren't developed yeah, at 16. You need life experience. I mean, that's my opinion. But well, anyways, go on. I think one of them, I mean... You know, I you know I don't I'm not saying I'm against uh, voting at 16. When I was 16, I you know of course I was yeah, like I said, you know I was kind of a political junkie anyway, no so offense. I was already following. You stuff. knew, but you were in the know. Uh, you know, I, I guess I you know I get you know I get very defensive when it comes to basically when it comes to just about anybody telling me what to do. You know, it's just one of those things. It's just a mentality. You know, I yeah. I don't like being told what I could do, and especially if it's my home or if I'm out of my own business, if I'm in my yard, if I'm doing, you know, whatever, you know, who are you to tell me, you know, how many people I'm allowed to have over? Uh, I mean, it, it just, uh, you know, or who are you to tell me that I have to wear a mask inside my home? Well, I'll I mean, add I'm already, I already have to, I already have to comply with the fact that, you know, which I still don't like, but I, but I do it. I still have to comply with the fact that I have to put, you know, some type of face covering on when I go out anywhere now. I don't like doing it, but, you know, it's a, it's an inconvenience. I look at it as an inconvenience to me right now. So, I, you know, I do it when I go out, when I go into places, I do it, you know. Well, uh, that, that's different when you have a private business telling you you can't come in unless. That's different. Yeah, and yeah. And that's and that's what and that's that's what I mean. You know, I, I'm I'm okay. You know, to a point, it's it's an inconvenience, so I'll do it. But you can't. But see, here's the thing. Like I've said before on here many times, you know, where does it where does it end? What's the end game of this? That's what I mean. It's so, slippery slope. Where where does it stop? Because we're we're slowly. You know, the more we keep saying, okay, well, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. I'll do this. I'll do. You know, then the more that it's going to be pushed on us. Yes. So at some point, there has to be not just a line in the sand drawn, but I mean, there actually has to be a fight on that line. You have to stand on that line and you have to push back. Yep. Or you just have to pretty much say, hell no, we're not doing this anymore. Yep. You know, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Yep. Because I'm an American and I have my, I have the Constitution to back me and I, these are my freedoms. Yes. You're not going yes. to. This is what separates us from the rest of the countries, from uh, from yes. other countries. And now you're trying now you're trying to make us more like other countries instead of making us the example that other countries should be looking towards. Yes. Like we used to be. Yes. Why so, do people come here and not leave here? People come here. Yeah, it, right. For it's like I, I heard. Uh, I, I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember who made the who made the comment. You know, they said, "Well, you know." <laughs> Yeah, you don't see you don't see people uh, leaving America, you know, to, to flock to flock to Russia or to no. Venezuela or no. anywhere, you know. They 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 do everything they can to get out of there to get here. That's I mean, what I mean. There must be some they want freedom. There's some reason they're doing you know? it. And that's stupid. So So the so that's that's like I said, that's where I get really defensive. Uh because look, 
some of my freedoms aren't the same as somebody as somebody else's freedom. Somebody may have a different different things that they hold in higher uh, value than I do, you know. But it's still it's still your freedom, you know. It, it's still you can say anything you want to say, and you know that's a freedom. That's your freedom of speech, even if I disagree with you, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I think everybody just needs to. We really just need to take a step back. Everybody needs to sit down, take a breath, and remember. We have a constitution. It's worked well for 245 years. Uh, we've had we've had to make very few changes to it as far as adding amendments or anything. Uh, it's worked well and it's served well. Uh, you know, our founders were our, our founders have proven to be you know they were pretty smart individuals because they put a lot of uh, uh, protections in there for freedom. So, you know. I think I've seen the meme on Facebook. I believe it was Facebook. I saw it out. So pretty much, you know, if you're telling me that I need a hall pass or need a permission slip to go outside, well, I have one. It's called the Constitution. That's my permission slip. So, you know, if I have to start carrying around a, a copy of the Constitution with me, you know, to, to, to show that I have this right to do this, you know, then, you know, then, then so be it. I'll, I'll do it. Uh, so the, to me, this is not a right or left issue. To me, this is an American issue that all of us, I mean, we should be outraged that your freedoms are being taken away. Even if some of the freedoms that you don't particularly put high on your list, you know, you should you should take all your freedoms, you know, and don't take them for granted and embrace them. And you should you celebrate the freedom and not try to take away the freedom. I tell you what, that's a great you can make a you can make an ad for yourself on that. That's that's great. Uh, I. <laughs> Everything I wanted to say was in that. That's that's great. I will add one thing though, before we move on. Okay, the same country that tells you in Roe v. Wade that hey, a woman's body is hers. She can do what she wants. It's her body. They're telling you that they control what you do in your home. Think about that for a minute, everyone. Yeah. Think yeah. about that. We're going to move on. There, there are a lot of examples. Right yeah, we're, we're going to move on now that, you know, we're in this pandemic again, 2.0, I guess, or 3.0, whatever point oh you want. Um, you know, Pfizer, another company, um, they have a, you know, apparently they have this vaccine. It's, there's two companies, Pfizer, another company. They keep competing. Oh, we have a 92% uh success rate oh no well we have a 95 that, that they're saying that uh, uh they basically have a cure now if this is true i mean um you know i don't know i i, I find this very skeptical they say that uh the, like the pfizer vaccine which on the day they announced it and i said this last week but i think it needs to be said. Excuse me. On the day Pfizer uh, announced the uh, the vaccine that they had, and not it was ninety percent effective. The CEO of the company dumped five point six million dollars of his stock. Now they were saying that was a pre um, a pre sale that was on that date, but you know that's that you know that's BS. But anyway, so that makes you think. 
I mean, at least it, it puts a red flag on my, uh, my radar. But at any rate, they say this, uh, they say the vaccines, they're getting approval fast. It's going to start, um, you know, they're going to start vaccinating people as soon as they can. Probably health workers first and then the older generation of people. Um, what do you think of it, Mark? Um, well, again, you know, we're, uh, I, I think it's a, it's a positive thing to, uh, if we, if we have the vaccines available, uh, Tennessee is actually one of, uh, I saw the other day, or, or I was told, I can't remember, I was told, but I saw the other day that, uh, Tennessee is actually one of the first states that's going to get like the test, uh, the test run, uh, you know, to, to, to see, um, you know, and I, I know the I know the president had had uh, promised the, the vaccine uh, in a in a quick time. Uh, nobody believed him at the time when he said it, but you know, here it is. So there's actually Democrats have come out now. They've actually had to say, you know, actually had to congratulate him and say, oh yeah, he did, you know he did get it done pretty quick. Um, my my thing with the vaccine is probably you know my biggest thing with the vaccine, which is probably your biggest thing with the vaccine too, is. Just who's going to have to take this vaccine? Is this just for those that are uh, that test positive? I'm not going to take it. Is it some, or is it something that's going to be forced on us where we're not going to be able to go certain places or do certain things unless you have uh, a COVID-19 uh, vaccination card, something I'm, or something along those lines? You know lines. what? I'm sure it's um, the latter, sir. So and that well again that that's where that's where my issue would come in at. Uh, I mean, I don't. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I had a little yep. phone call coming in there, but I took care. Uh, I don't. I, I I don't want nothing forced on me. So it's one of those things. If you know. If I choose to take it, then that's on me. I will take it. Uh, if I don't want to take it, I'm 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 not going to take it. I shouldn't be told uh, by the government, especially the government, that I have to take a vaccination. So uh, that would be where my issue comes in at. I, I don't have an overall problem with the vet with the vaccine. Uh, I don't have an overall problem with people that want to if they feel better by using it, then by all means go right ahead uh it's just not it's just not something i'm on board with myself personally yet because you know uh thankfully to you know to you know at, at this point i haven't tested positive for covid so i've known people that have experienced symptoms uh, but i haven't had i haven't been in that position myself so you know uh, the vaccine, you know, I guess it just comes out to vaccine is good. Uh, but again, you know, if we start taking it too far, then that's when it becomes bad. That's when we turn a good thing into a bad thing. So that, that's kind of where I come can, down can, on it. Can I throw a question in, into mix quick and get your comments sure. on it? Just a, a little sure. rabbit hole conspiracy, good old Frank Lehman conspiracy for you. How about if we already had a vaccine through this whole time? And say the president took it when he got sick. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. 
How about if the uh, government's lying to us? How about if they really had it in the first place? And this was all just a trick, just a, like you said in the last segment, to teach us to lose our rights slowly. You mean, yeah, like uh, slowly uh, being uh, okay We're just basically our... rats in a cage. It's a, you know, as, again, that's an interesting uh, theory out there. I. You know, again, you know, you you and I are kind of wired different, I guess, when it, when it comes to this. I don't. Uh, it's not that I dismiss. It. I'm not saying that it's not possible. It certainly is possible. Uh, I just come down on the fact, that, you know, I I would hate, I would hate to think that my that my government would would do that to me to hold out, especially with the with the the number of deaths that we had. I would hate to think that my government was holding out on us, and uh, and and doing that. Um, and especially, you know, I just don't see, I don't see this president doing that, you know, regardless of what I agree with him or not. I don't see Trump, you know, being told, hey, we got this vaccine, uh, but we want you to keep it quiet for a while. I just don't see Trump, I don't see Trump as the, as the type that would do well, that. Well, how about if you didn't uh, there know might about be other, How about that just there might be other There might be other presidents that would do that. I just don't see him as being one that would. Um, I don't know, I... I guess I'm naive in some ways and all that. I, I just don't always think my government is out to get me or hiding stuff from me. <laughs> I do realize there's certain things that they have to keep uh, under wraps and, you know, have to keep tampered down. Uh, but um, I don't know. That's certainly an interesting uh, thought out there. And I'm sure you're not the only one that has that, has that, no, uh, no, no. <laughs> has that thought, in, has that thought in their head, you know, Um uh, my thing is, I you know, I just come down to I, I just don't uh, I, I don't want the vaccination to be part of, like I said, a, a forced a forced thing on the American people where everybody has to have one or everybody or you're told you have to have one or you can't start or you're limited in what you can do, limited where you yeah. can go uh, because you don't take this vaccine. Well, I, I, that's where we get into that's where we get into the dangerous part of, but, uh, uh, of that's, this. That's where I'm. Uh, this is where I'm afraid it's going to go. Uh, to to what you just said, my my fear is, hey, you can't get a job if you don't get this vaccine. Hey, you, you know, you can't drive a car if you don't. You know, that's what I fear, and um, it's totally un-American to me, totally. But uh, I don't know. I, I I tell you, just without even thinking the way I do. Just to think on a, I guess, a normal spectrum. I don't want to be the first to take it just because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of side effects. <laughs> I don't want to be the guinea pig, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to yeah. have, you know, 10 years from now having a third arm. You know what I mean? I mean, right. you know, right. so uh, I... I I, I guess we could just hope for the best, you know. I think, uh, you know, I mean, at least, you know, if, if the vaccine is true, and um, I, I will say I want to believe it's a real vaccine, that definitely the older population should take it because they need it because they're the most vulnerable. And, uh, you, you know, health, health uh, workers, because they deal with this, you know, I mean... I don't know. It, it's you know, it's slippery slope. It's it's scary. It's, but you know, 
I don't know. It's, it's, you know, I don't know what to say on that. But, uh, we're, we're gonna move on from that. Hopefully, um, uh, we can only hope by God. God, you know, in the end, God, you know, as you know, because your father, you know, he is a preacher, I mean, God will, I mean, God is the ultimate force. He decides. So, in the end, it's up to God. So, you know, I wish, I wish a lot of times, you know, we had the show too late. We probably should have started the show years ago. So, uh, on certain subjects, we could have got your father's opinion. It, it, I think it would have been good, but, you know, um, you know, um, yeah, I, I just think that, uh, yeah. I don't know, it, it's up to God in the end, and, and we can only pray and hope that everything is going to be okay. Um, I think, uh, you know, since you brought up there, I, I think a lot about him during, especially during the holidays, uh, especially now and stuff about uh, being thankful and uh, all the lessons and things that he did teach me. So uh, that does hit home. I've been thinking about a lot of, you know, a lot of him lately and, uh, you know that, but you're right on. You hit the nail right on the head. You know he would. He would say, you know, all we can do is uh, is pray and uh, yes. just remember that God's in control of it. And uh, you know, we got to hope for the best. He would always say, uh, even if you disagree with the leaders of the country, he said he goes, but he would still encourage everybody to pray for the leaders of the country. Yep. To give them wisdom and make yes. the right decisions. Yes. So. Uh, that's something I that's something I still believe in and I still hold to that you know even if you disagree with somebody you still pray for them uh, you still pray for the leaders of this country and, and hope they make the they get wisdom and make the right decisions and that's all we can do amen brother but uh, anyways hey I want to hear about this lazy pig uh, barbecue I've been hearing about uh, Thanksgiving's <laughs> coming up have you heard anything about your cousin are they having anything special? Uh, over the holiday, or well, you know, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I actually haven't talked to him in, personally in a couple of weeks. Just, a, just a little bit over here on Facebook, this and that. I did see though, where they now nah, you, you can't do it now because it's thanks, since Thanksgiving's this week. But uh, he did have a special where if you wanted a, if you wanted a turkey, they were doing a, they were gonna have a turkey. Uh, uh, he was gonna fix you a turkey. So no way, uh, really? Yeah, hey, yeah, I they're doing, a, they're doing a turkey. I love turkey. So, but uh, yeah, so we, we always like to give a shout out to our friends at the Lazy Pig Barbecue. Uh, my cousin, uh, Tim Martin, they're in Mount Vernon, Kentucky. Uh, they have, I've said it before, I'll say it again, they have the best butts in town. They have the best barbecue around. Uh, they do catering, concessions. They do small to large parties, special events, weddings, church socials, pretty much any kind of thing you need. Uh, they can uh, come up with a plan. Uh, to help you out. Now, how, and, how about, uh, I have to check in with him. I have to check in with that plan of, about getting that food delivered because now it's okay. been a good time to get that food delivered. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta check. I gotta check back in with him on that. See, how, see where where the progress is on that. Um. But yeah, go check out their Facebook page at Lazy Pig Barbecue. You can also uh, hit him up on their email at LazyPigBBQ2020 at Yahoo.com, and. You can also go on their website, smokingporkbutts.com, and that's Lazy Pig Barbecue. I encourage you to check them out on Facebook, and you tell the Tank and Hatfield Show sent you. Yes, yes, yes. And I can't, when he gets his delivery service going, I can't wait. I'll, I'll have a whole turkey 
brought to the house. I don't care. <laughs> I want some of that barbecue, yeah. man. Southern cooking. I haven't had it since 96. You guys all left me. I have to, I have to admit, I have to admit, uh, I, I'm looking forward to that delivery service oh, too, getting cranked up. Yeah. So I'm going to have to you order something all, I know. You guys all left me for Tennessee. <laughs> I don't have your mom's cooking anymore. I need something. So. Okay. But at any rate, we're going to get back to the program. Um, you know, uh, as you know, Hatfield, um, that the uh, Republicans, that one of their small victories were they picked up 22, uh, was it 22 seats and 12, 15? I'm, you know, I'll be house? honest with you, Tank. I never saw what the final numbers were on that because there were some races that weren't called to. We got so I don't even know. They they did they did pick up uh, they did pick up seats in the house where you know they weren't supposed to pay. In fact, they were supposed to they were predicted to lose uh, several seats and they actually gained uh, quite a few seats, a lot more than anyone uh, had had thought. So of course, Nancy Pelosi um, is uh, under a lot of fire right now because you you have the. Socialists of the party, you know, the, the, they call them, I don't know, the five or whatever, um, basically blaming her for the whole thing. Um, and she's up for speakership again. She's going to run. I didn't think she'd run again. I actually thought she was going to give it to the socialists, but. Yeah, they, they actually, they actually had the vote the other day and, uh, actually had a, we had the show on Monday and we were, we didn't know exactly what day they were having the vote. And I think it was either Tuesday or Wednesday, okay, it turned so out she, they had the vote. She's, and, uh, she's in again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, she, uh, she's, uh, she's a speaker again. <laughs> uh, she actually didn't, didn't, didn't even have a challenge. There wasn't even you a challenge. You know what? I, I'm shocked. Uh, I'm really she, shocked. You know, I'm shocked she didn't. I was have... I was surprised by that. I was surprised because normally even, you know, even when things are going relatively good, you you have somebody that somebody that wants to step up and uh, at least try to get in that circle where you can start building votes for maybe a, a future run at the speakership. So I was kind of surprised that uh, nobody challenged her. Um, I, I really thought right. I, I really thought that Andrea Taco Cortez was going to uh, challenge her for the for the. Uh... Yeah. Well, I, I think that, you know, you know, Tank, I, I think that's probably not in the uh, <laughs> far, in the future. I don't think it's too far away because uh, Nan Pelosi did say uh, after this vote, which is something she's never said before, which she kind of indicated that this might be her last term as speaker. I'm sure it so is. So she kind of she like kind of threw that little uh, thing out there. And, you know, you mentioned the five or the squad or whatever you want to call them. Uh, yeah, they're you know they're already pressuring they're already pressuring Pelosi and and, and uh, what looks like an incoming Biden administration. They're already pressuring them to accept far left uh, a far left progressive agenda and not back down on it and to, and to not basically and to not compromise with Republicans. Basically, you know? it's so. going to be the uh, the green eggs and ham and Governor Cheese New Deal will be <laughs> right. the first one right. they try to push down right. everybody's throats. Uh, that'll probably so, be number one, right? I mean, do you think you know, that? Oh yeah, I mean, well, that's gonna I, be know, off I, the I, table I for a while. I, I think that's, uh, I think that's definitely something they're gonna pursue. Uh, I did see again today before, right before we come on air, I, I saw that uh, 
Biden has named John Kerry as part of his climate envoy. I'm not really sure what all that, what falls under that umbrella. Uh, kind of an interesting choice, I guess. I, you know, I, I, I don't really, when I look at John Kerry, I don't really don't think about uh, climate, uh, climate change or climate control. But I uh, think, you know, I actually think, I think of ketchup. That's, <laughs> well, yeah. He did. He did marry. He did marry well into the, yeah, into he, the Heinz he family. He doesn't have portion. to worry about running out of ketchup. I tell you, he, he did marry well into that. Give guy give credit where credit's due. Yes. He, he did marry. You know what? He was, if, I think he's wealthy before. If I actually got married again, I'd marry a Tyson. Tyson chicken. Yeah, yeah. I'd marry a Tyson but, uh, chicken. Yep. You know, as far as uh, as far as Pelosi and, uh, and and all that goes, uh, like I said, she was unchallenged. Uh, she she only needed a simple majority, uh, and 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 she got that. So, um, you know, it just really is going to depend. You know, a lot of things. As much as we hate to say it, a lot of things will go through her. A lot of things that you know, and well, actually, if she doesn't. If she if she doesn't put a little harness and, and control on the far left uh, wing of the Democratic Party and the far left progressives, then uh, there's going to be some, you know, there, there's going to be some big things that that's going to be uh, talked about and considered. And uh, for me, uh, some things that you know a little too close to the, uh, you know, becoming reality for me on uh, some of the things they like to push. Um, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna see because she's already indicating that this might be her last term as speaker. Uh, she probably is kind of already reading the handwriting on the wall, sort of say. Um, so uh, we're just gonna have to see how it kind of plays out. Yeah, that um, that actually, uh, you know, I don't I don't cover it a lot of uh, liberal just politics within the liberal party. And uh, you know, I'm actually glad that, that she she actually won. Nobody, uh, it, it gives me a little hope that maybe maybe they can hold off all you know a lot of this stuff maybe for at least two years. I, I, you know, I don't know. So so maybe maybe I don't know. I know she's gonna have a lot of pressure on her from the uh, communist. I mean the socialist uh, part of the party. So. Maybe she can hold them off, so I'm actually on her side. I will say, I will state right now, I am on Nancy Pelosi's side. So just, just hold them off. That's, that's all I can see. Um, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we get back, we're going to have, uh, uh, Chef Gretchen. She's been here the whole show. She's going to have a holiday recipe for us. I can't wait. It sounds great. German Stormtrooper potato salad. I, I tell you what. <laughs> that's that's just, oh, oh, I tell you, if I, I learned how to cook this, it's, it's going to, it's going to be great. It, it's going to, I'm going to, uh, I, I tell you, because I'm going to try to cook this myself because my wife's going to be preparing everything else. I'm going to do this myself because I am part German, so... You know, I can't. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait until you pull up. On, I can't wait until you put it up on the Tank and Hatfield Facebook page so I can uh, see the recipe. Yeah, myself. yeah, I do. I'm, I'm gonna put it up. Uh, <laughs> she's here right now. Hold on, Gretchen. Yeah, hold on. Quit looking at me. But anyways, 
Um, she's going to have that. We're going to have that right next. We're going to take a little break, okay, you guys? But uh, stay tuned. Thank you. Hey, welcome back, everything. Take Hatfield Show, holiday edition. As we said, we have a special guest in the studio. Um, it's time for Chef Gretchen. Uh, uh, she's, we're going to have her in pe periodically over the holidays. Uh, we thought we'd do something different. Um, she's going to do her holiday, you know, she's got different holiday recipes and, uh, you know, um, we like her and, uh, you know, I, I'm real, I, I'm really, I'm, I love food and, and I'm waiting to, uh, hear the recipe about this and, uh. So I can make it, or my wife can. But you know, I'll probably make it because my wife's doing most of the cooking this this um, Thursday. Um, today she's going to tell us how to make her famous uh, German stormtrooper potato salad. Um, and uh, I guess hey, all I can say is just um, Gretchen, you over there? Just, just go ahead. Start with the recipe, everybody, please. As I told you before, have a pen and pencil ready, or the iPod, or I mean iPad, or iPhone. And we will have the recipe on our Facebook page, if you didn't get it. Okay, here she is. Okay, Gretchen, go ahead. Du, meine Arbeit für Ob du glaubst, dass ich fleißig gewesen bin, dass ich gearbeitet habe, dass ich mich in diesem Jahr für dich eingesetzt habe, dass ich anständig... Hold, hold, hold on, Gretchen. I'm, I'm sorry to stop you. Was that, um, was that two tablespoons of salt or was that three? Meine Zeit verwendet habe im Dienste meines... Okay, thank you. It's, go on. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Folgendes. Gib du jetzt deine Stimme ab. Wenn ja, dann tritt für mich ein, so wie ich für dich eingetreten bin. Thank you, Gretchen. That was, uh, uh, that was, uh, Chef Gretchen. She, uh, you know, her famous potato salad. I hope everybody got that. We're having on the, uh, the web, uh, you know, the, uh, Facebook page, just be sure. Now, remember, she, she did tell me before that, um, uh, this this potato salad is served for eight or less people. Um, it should be served outside, and uh, for ultimate enjoyment, uh, you need to have a mask on. Um, you know, I don't know what that means, but at any rate, that that was Gretchen's kitchen, and uh, she'll have another holiday recipe for Christmas, I'm sure. Uh, she'll contact us, and, you know, she's a good friend of the show, so we'll do that. Okay, now, hey, I want to go to final thoughts. But, no, wait, we got to go to feedback. 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 Feedback time. Okay. Um, Mark, let's hear the questions. Okay, well, uh, we got a couple questions. Uh, one came into me and one came into you. Uh. Which one do you like to start out with? I guess we'll start out with the... Go ahead with you. Let's, let's go with the one. You want to go ahead with me first? Yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead with you first. 
Okay, well, the, the one that came in to me was, a, you know, an interesting question. It says, do you have a favorite or funny obscure law? <laughs> so, uh, I, do you, you want to go ahead and tackle that? And, yeah, uh, I, I, I would say, I, I, well, I believe the most crazy laws, I mean, it's more than one law, is our environmental law. Envi uh, environmental laws um, because most of them don't make any sense at all they they seem to me like they, they hurt they actually hurt the climate more than they help it um, like for instance like uh, you know wildfires you have all these wildfires in California now in the old days what they used to do in California was they used to you know, they used to uh, burn part of the brush every season before mm -hmm. the, you know, and they burn it because all this stuff would get hot easy and it would be easy to catch on fire. Now, because of environmental laws, you don't have that anymore. And now you have these big wildfires and everybody's aware, oh, well, you know, we're killing the climate. And you already know how I feel on climate change, so... Um, I, I, I think that's a stupid law. There, there's many more. I could tell you taxes. I could tell you, hey, I could tell you election laws. I, I could tell you everything. But, but to me, um, a lot of these, um, you know, a lot of these uh, environmental laws, you know, how you save one species so we all got to starve because we got to save this baby, whatever it was. I think that's kind of stupid. I mean, I'll leave it there. How about how about you? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of took a different approach than, uh, than what you took there, and I actually uh, looked up, uh, you know, the, the funny laws and, you know, obscure laws and people not know about it. I, I kind of looked at different states, uh, you know, to see what states had uh, certain laws. So I actually just come up with a couple that I wrote down. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And uh, so, you know, they're kind of funny. Do you know in Oklahoma, eavesdropping is a misdemeanor. <laughs> if, you get caught, if you get caught eavesdropping, that's a misdemeanor. Uh, again, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how you, uh, how you enforce that. Uh, so if you're a, if you're kind of a, if you're a busybody, you know, if you're a busybody, kind of a, kind of a nosy person who kind of listens to what's going on in the next cubicle or, uh, you know, if you're out, out somewhere and, and you're at a restaurant and you kind of put your ear to the next table and hit listen to what's going on. If you get busted in Oklahoma, it's a misdemeanor to eavesdrop. So Jeez. keep that in mind. I can't believe that. Uh, <laughs> And in New Mexico, this one I, I did take a, I, it was a little, uh, I had a little chuckle out of, because it kind of fits into, uh, we just had an election and everything. In New Mexico, there was a law, and I say there was a law, but I'll get to that point in a minute. There was a law that stipulated that idiots were in ineligible to vote. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, That's, I find that, that has. That has uh, that has since been that was repealed in 2016 uh, because they thought the language uh, of the word idiot was too harsh. Well, they all, uh, hey, so 
don't they all believe there that Roswell happened? So, so you know, well, you anyways, know. I thought I thought the I thought those two were kind of funny. I, I had there were several others I looked at that, that kind of made me chuckle a bit, but uh, I thought just with today's uh, climate and today's uh, what, what's going on, I thought the eavesdropping being a misdemeanor, and that in in New Mexico they actually had a law in the books at one time that idiots weren't allowed to vote. So uh, I thought those were pretty funny. Yeah, it's. You know, to go back, yeah. I, I tell you what, for for you to do that research, and actually, that's that's crazy, man. And I knew it had to be there out there. I, I knew laws had to be out there that that would like that. Although, man, they had. There was actually a website. I if I, I wish I could think of it at the time. There was actually a site I went to where it actually had all fifty states, and it had a you know had like an they had like an obscure funny law like for each <laughs> state. I didn't. Oh, I didn't get a chance. I didn't get the time to cycle through all of them to see. But you know, I, I did. I didn't get a chance to see a few of them, and they're they're pretty funny. Well, that that's hilarious. Well, I hope we answered your question. Um, I got a question late this week. Um, from a uh, regular on the show, wanted to know why is everything uh, everybody so uptight around the holidays? We have this COVID going on. We had the election fraud that, that uh, some people feel, you know, it's pretty bad. And it shows the underbelly of the government. Um, and uh, you, you have people maybe, um, you know, the, a lot of people, especially, you know, right now on the conservative side, Republicans, it's hard you know, it's hard to deal with what's going on. Um, it's It's been hard to deal with what's going on. And uh, the only way they can deal with it is basically laughter because, um, you know, they still believe in the country and they believe in all that. And, uh, you know, um, and, and I'm seeing a lot of this in families. You know, uh, you can't seem to joke around about anything anymore without being people being uptight, especially at, th at this point right now with everything that's going on. And, uh, you know, I, I just, um, my, my own feeling on it is, you know, I mean, in the end, that's all you got is laughter. You know, I mean, um, you know, when things get tough and uh, things aren't going your way, that's all you got to stay sane. I mean, in my family, I mean, you know, I, I use, you know, uh, I joke all the time. I joke so much that uh, when I'm serious, most people <laughs> don't believe that I'm telling the truth because that's how much I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very sarcastic. I'm very, so when I'm telling the truth, people, people don't understand it because that's how I am. But that's how I blow off my, you know, my anger sometimes and stuff. And a lot of people do. And, you know, especially around the holidays. If you, you know, you, you can be friends and disagree. But your family, I mean, uh, especially this year. I believe your, your family needs to be close. And, you know, we're all in this together. And, and if somebody's blowing off some steam because... You know, I mean, um, they don't like how the election went or 
They're tired of all these restrictions with the virus. I mean, just, just, I, I would just say, just cut them a little slack. Just, just please. I mean, if you could do that, that, that would be great. I mean, that's all I'm asking. I don't know what your thoughts on on that subject would be, uh, Hatfield. Uh, I, I echo a lot of what you said right there. I uh, agree with that. Um, I use humor myself as a, uh, you know, usually I, you know, I use humor as a way to uh, bring people together. I look at it as something, you know, that we can all. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, you know, you know, see the see the shortcomings of ourselves and make fun of each other and, and have a good laugh. Now, I have become more uh, careful about who I say jokes in front of these days. And who I joke with because, uh, you know, people are, are not as thick skinned, I guess, as, uh, as, as we used to be. So, you know, uh, but I, I'm like, you. Yeah, sarcasm is pretty much my way of communicating with most people. <laughs> is I'm very sarcastic and I have the same problem you do. Like even when I'm being serious that, uh, people don't really know whether I'm being sarcastic. So I get, I get that problem. I have that problem as well. But, uh, you know, it, 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 it does, it does come to, that. you know, people are, are, are tightly wound these days and, uh, you know, they don't want, they don't, they're not using humor as the outlet to at least have some fun with this. I mean, I've seen memes on both sides during this whole thing, you know, and some I found funny and some I found distasteful, but I mean, you know, it just depends on what your sense of humor is. So, uh, you know, we all got to we all got to keep some sort of normal normalcy to our lives, and to me, uh, humor is one of them. Yes. So it's, it's very important. Uh, yeah. So you know, I, I use that. It, it helps me. It, you know, I, I like when I, I like when I say something funny and people laugh. I like when people laugh. And sometimes I mean, it, you know, and I like and I like what I like the friends I hang around with. You know, we joke around with each other all the time. You know, I, I, that helps. That helps me. It helps me get through the days. Uh, and I hope it helps other people get through the days, but, uh, you know, we, we need to keep, we need to keep some sense of normalcy uh, with everything going on. And I think humor is a very, a very important part of that. Hey, amen, brother. Okay. Now we're going into the final thoughts segment. I'm, I'm going to go first because, uh, I know you got something important to say. So, um, I, I just want to listen. This is time of year, Thanksgiving. What does it mean in America? It's American tradition, okay? For those of you watching, or no, not watching, listening around the world, our listeners around the world, we have a thing every year we call Thanksgiving. It's when the pilgrims, the first, um, you know, the, the first, basically, European, well, other than, Columbus to come to the country to settle here and uh, the Indians helped us and in thanks for what the Indians did we had a feast on uh, Thursday it will be and uh, we practice we have practiced this every year since then it was a Thanksgiving a big feast to just be thankful for everything that we have and as Americans and especially this year we must be thankful 
I mean, I know, you know, all this year we've all, you know, uh, we've gone through a lot. Uh, more people have gone through than others. I understand that. There's been a lot of death this year. I, 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 I get that. And I know, I know a lot of people that they have died this year because of what's gone on. Um, but at, 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 we should still be thankful for everything we have. For everything we have. Because in the end, if you have nothing at all in this country, you have one thing. You have freedom. You have the freedom to choose what you want to do tomorrow. So think about that. I know, you know, and I know it's a tough holiday, but remember, if you don't have nothing, you're down and out. Remember, you have freedom. And in the rest of the world, you don't have that. So just keep, try to keep your family close. I know there's going to be a lot of arguments. I know it's funny. We always have election right before Thanksgiving, so it caught <laughs> It causes a lot of arguments. In the old days, me and my dad used to argue every Thanksgiving. Now that he's older, you know, with his, you know, his, his mind's going, so that's that's not the way it is. But um, just hey, listen. If at at one point, just just remember, you have freedom. You're very blessed by Jesus Christ, by God. You're blessed. You're very blessed because the rest of the world doesn't live like us. Trust me. So, just everybody try to get along on Thanksgiving and just remember how much blessings you have that you're born in this country and you're American. That's all I got to say. How about you, Mark? That was uh, very well said, Mr. Lehman. Uh, I'm going to keep this short and sweet, and we'll, we'll uh, put a, like I'll, the term I like to use, we'll put a bow on this uh, holiday episode and, ra and wrap this up uh, for everybody. So uh, my final thoughts equal, uh, which echo what you were saying, um, you know, and how much freedom are we willing to sacrifice before we realize that it's not worth it? And uh, that's where we're heading. So... That's what I want people to think about. So in this crazy year of 2020 where everything is upside down, uh, let's all just take a moment and reflect on all that we should be thankful for. Uh, myself, I'm thankful for my family, my son, my friends. And I'm especially thankful for the opportunity to share my opinion on this podcast uh, with my good friend of over 40 years, Frank the Tank. Thank you, sir. Uh, I get the we we get the freedom of speech where we're able to do this. So I want everybody to just reflect and be thankful for their freedoms. Have a great holiday weekend, and we'll be back next Monday. Yes, we will. And I want to tell you, hey man, I love you, brother. You you know me too, man. You guys, you know, you said it well. Just remember, you know, I mean, uh, just just try to get along with everybody. That's that's all we try to say on this show. And we're very, like, I, like uh, Mr. Hatfield said, we're very blessed that we have a, 
we have a opportunity to actually, you know, uh, our opinions, you know, get get aired because a lot of people don't. So we're very blessed with that. And uh, hey, I, I want to just say everybody have a thanks, uh, great Thanksgiving. Now you know what I want everybody to do out there. All the regular listeners, even if you're not a regular listener, I want you, if you find an empty phone booth, or you find a phone booth at all, I want you to take a picture of it, and I want you to send it to us. At tankandhatfield, gmail.com. We want to see those empty phone booths, because I tell you... It's getting harder and harder for me and Hatfield to find an empty phone booth to turn into the superheroes we are. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Eat hearty. We love you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll see you next week.